Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Let's go outdoors. Steve Carney, stevecarneyoutdoors.com. Ice fishing well underway, and the bite is really good. Steve, you sent proof. That was a gorgeous fish. Tell us more. Well, good afternoon, Steve. Yeah, this early bite is always in notorious for big fish. And, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty cool. That was about an eight-pound fish. I released it, of course, and crappies just kind of started this week, but we have just ideal conditions. I'm just so happy. We've got a good 12 inches of ice in northern Minnesota, northwestern Minnesota, and there's actually people driving on on some of the lakes right now, which I would not recommend, but... Right now, it's, uh, I mean, it's 30 degrees. It's beautiful. Everybody's out. It was really a good week. So, I don't know. We got that snow coming in this week. It's kind of hard to say what this is going to do, but there could potentially be, you know, 6 to 10 inches of snow up in my neck of the woods, and that will really change, you know, getting around on the ice. But we do have a good base. You know, 12 inches is really good, and we're making ice, and we'll have to see how this shakes out. But I think it might be a season where we're not dealing with slush and, you know, issues like that. So, so far, um, it's shaping up to be really a perfect ice season. Yeah, and you you brought up the snow here in the cities. It could be a lot of rain. They're, they're saying an inch of precipitation. Uh, that that That's an inch of moisture, how that translates into to snow or rain here in the Twin Cities. And as you pointed out, then you go out into the Dakotas and they could be looking at two feet of snow in the central part of the state. So uh, central South Dakota, central North Dakota as well. So this is a big one and it'll be impacting us most of the week. Uh, Steve, what's your approach, Ben? What, what were you particularly doing when you caught that nice fish? Uh, how deep was the water, bait, etc.? Well, you know, Steve, they're still very shallow, which is very typical at this time of the year. I caught that fish in 11 feet, and, you know, we've been going out almost every evening and catching maybe two, maybe three fish. It's not been fantastic, but, you know, we're working these brake lines where these walleyes come in in the evening, and they just kind of make a pass down the brake lines, and you run into them, you know, inadvertently, and you get one or two or three, but there's always some action going, and... It's, you know, it'll probably last for about 10 days, two weeks, and then they transition to a little bit deeper water. But it's it's really a shallow bite right now, and we have a little bit of snow cover, which is really good. It kind of, uh, you know, blocks the sunlight from going, you know, down, and because walleyes do not like light. They like it, you know, nice and dim and, and dark, and so having a little bit of cover is good. But, yeah, I'm uh, very impressed so far, and the crappies just kind of started this week, and they're in very shallow water, five, six feet of water, 
in the weeds. I mean, they are right smack in the weeds. And, and again, very typical. They were there, you know, last year that weed bite was, was good for probably five or six weeks. And then they transitioned to the deep basins. And But really, it's going to be about transportation now. Um, we've been getting around on snowmobiles and four-wheelers, but if we get this snow, uh, you can forget the four-wheeler. It's going to be snowmobiles only, and walking will be almost impossible. So we have to kind of wait and see what Mother Nature throws at us. And you got to be able to kind of adapt to the conditions and, you know, do the best you can because if we get that snow, you won't be driving on the ice. So it's going to be walking if you can or a snowmobile. So you want to be kind of, you know, geared up to handle just whatever seems to come, you know, your way. You just don't know in Minnesota what's going to happen. But um, we always try to, you know, adapt and improvise, you know, depending on the weather. Yeah, and Steve, I, I would assume it's true no matter what time of year, whether you're on the frozen water or if you're on open water, when there is a big weather event, that's going to have an impact on the bite. I mean, it, it it's just inevitable. Well, you know, fish are cold-blooded. They don't like change. And, you know, it's like, you know, with, with human beings, when we get a front coming in and it drops 25 degrees, we kind of hunker up. And the fish are the same way. They get very affected by that. But right now, I'm using jigging spoons very aggressively and lifting them, dropping them, snapping them, and really just going very aggressive. And when those fish are in 11 or 12 feet of water, they're feeding. They're not loafing. They're actually on the feed. So right now, being very aggressive is is very important. And we use what's called a deadline, which is a second rod, where you just drop a jig with a minnow and you leave it on the bottom and you don't do anything. And there's times when they really like that, that inactivity. But right now, they want something moving fast and very aggressive. And when they hit it, they clobber it. And that's, you know, that that's what we live for is that red line on our electronics, man. We live for that. So, so far, so good. And, you know, been moving around a lot, too, just, you know, checking new areas and, and moving and not really staying in the same spot just because it's been you know, a fish or two or three, and we're trying to find, you know, more numbers. But no matter where we go, it's kind of the same results, and my cronies are finding the same same thing. Everybody gets one or two, but that's fine. You know, a couple of walleyes for a couple hours of, a, you know, sitting is great. So very happy with that, and uh, I, I think it'll continue for a while. All right, Steve, good to visit with you as always. And in the coming week, I'm sure it's super weather dependent where you're going to be. Looks pretty quiet here tomorrow and Monday. Are you going to be out and about? Oh, yeah, me and about, you know, (laughs) 75,000 other Minnesotans. You know, we we see this weather, so everybody's out today and tomorrow, and then we hunker down for two, three days, and then we go again. It's just, uh, you know, the way it is, but... Um, we'll have to see, you know, maybe it'll be a you know, non-event and, uh, either way we've got a good ice base and that's the most important thing. And if you remember last year, we had about four inches of ice and then we got 14 inches of snow and it wrecked the whole season. But so far it's starting out really good right now. And, um, I think it's going to be a great ice season. Yeah. And, uh, the grocery stores are going to be busy wherever you are in this neck of the woods, uh, uh, wherever there's a potential for bad weather, you may want to get in early and get get the bread and the milk and the eggs and the ground beef uh, to hunker down. So I might sneak out tonight and beat the rush. How about that? Well, you know, walleye in the stores is like $22 a pound, so I need to still get out on the ice and catch yeah, my okay. fish. Cause I, 
I can't afford $22 a pound yeah. from Canadian walleye. So, yeah, I'm on a mission, Steve. I'm on a mission. All right, Steve, good luck to you. We'll do it again in one week. All right, sounds great, Steve. Take care. All right, there he is, Steve Carney. Steve Carney, outdoors.com, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Still a lot more to go. College hockey, there's some action in town tonight. Minnesota and Wisconsin, a game two of the weekend border battle. Gophers thumped the Badgers last night. Jess Myers will join us later on. We'll talk Timberwolves. We'll talk Wild. Army-Navy game in Philly today. Army has the lead 7-3 midway through the third. Uh, we'll, we'll get into all of that. We'll talk NFL, Vikes, Lions coming up tomorrow, high noon in Detroit. If the Vikings win, they are the division champs. Uh, the Lions are on a roll. We'll, we'll talk more about that. Jonathan Lowe's Kansas City Chiefs, uh, they're trying to bounce back. They'll be in Denver, that, and much more. On the way, here on News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast while around the road they're in vancouver this this tour through the old northwest division hasn't gone well they got beat by calgary they got beat by edmonton now they're in vancouver they come back play the oil in st paul uh Monday night, I believe. Timberwolves continue their swing out west. They beat the Jazz. They're in Portland tonight. 
So we'll we'll talk wild. We'll talk Timberwolves later on in the program. But in town, there's hockey. 3M Arena at Mariucci. Border battle. Minnesota and Wisconsin. And Blowout City, the Golden Gophers, rout the Badgers last night. And Jess Myers from the Rink Live joins us. And Jess, uh, no contest on Friday night at the U. It was uh, it was close for a little while. Let's put it that way. It was two to one at one point. Wisconsin got a power play goal. First time Justin Close has ever given up a goal to the Badgers in a game he started. So that made it two to one, and you're thinking, okay, Badgers are going to make a push here. Gophers got two more before the end of the period. They got two more to start the second period. Just like that, it's six to one. And as I wrote in my story on the Rink Live, Steve. I think it's indicative of how much of a ceiling that Bob Mosko sees for this Gopher team, how, how high the expectations are, even internally. He wasn't really happy after a 7-1 to win against your arch rivals. He, he found some points to, to pick apart with his team with their defensive effort. The fact that they gave up 38 shots on goal, even while winning 7-1, to he didn't like that. So he loved the offense. But, again, I just think this shows what Bob Motzko thinks of this team. He thinks they can be, you know, a truly great team, and they're playing like one right now. They get the Badgers again tonight, a little bit earlier start tonight, and that, that'll that be a 6 o'clock face-off. And then that's it for a while. They shut it down at the U uh, with finals and the holidays, et cetera. So, so this is it. And And, you know, it's one of those games where they've talked about it all week. You empty the tank. You got nothing to, to to keep in reserve. You get a couple weeks off now, and this Gophers team has been blessed, pretty generally with good health. You haven't had the the broken ankles. You haven't had the upper body injuries. Those kind of things. You've had some run of illness that's gone through this team, but generally speaking, you haven't lost a lot of man games to injury. But still, Steve, you and I both know by this point in the season, nobody's truly healthy. Everybody's battling something you know everybody took a puck somewhere that that's hurting them a little bit that they're not going to complain about they did have a couple of key players miss practice this week with injury although they played last night so this is one of those games where you just put everything you got out there because you know you got a couple weeks off uh bob mosco is joking a guy like matthew nyes who's older now and can't play in the uh, world junior tournament He's actually going to get to go home for Christmas for the first time in about five years. So, you know, I, I know the guys are really looking forward to that. Yeah, and uh, it has been a good run. One of the things you and I have talked about uh, so far this season is, is that upside you alluded to and the the fact that, you know, it's it's nice to win the Big Ten. It's, it's nice to get to the NCAA tournament. But this, this Minnesota program over the years – Getting to the Frozen Four and winning national championships should be the goal and and is the goal. So what's happening now in December is great, but there, there, there's a lot bigger things on the horizon for this team. And I would assume Bob Monsko took this job with the idea that, you know, I want to compete for national championships. That's the expectation. You know, not only compete for national championships, but at Minnesota the expectation is you do that on an every-year basis. Yeah. And, you know, he was he was very straightforward uh, a little over four years ago when he took this job. He had a good gig at St. Cloud. You know, he was, he had gotten to the Huskies to a Frozen Four. He had a, a really good team coming back. But he said, 
a job like Minnesota's is, you, you, she said, you only get a kick at that can once in your life, and you got to take a swing at it. You know, so so that was kind of what prompted him. He also got a you know a decent raise coming from from St. Cloud to a place like Minnesota, which has a few more financial resources. But you you know he he went into this job absolutely knowing that the expectation was you know you you compete for a national title on a year in year out basis or it's not quite good enough. And that's maybe to the point they had gotten uh, under Don Lucia. He won them a couple national titles. He he hung a lot of conference banners. You know, they were they were in the Big Ten mix every year under Don Lucia, but they weren't getting there at the NCAA level. And there was a sense that uh, people wanted more and needed more out of this program. And that was you know one of the reasons why Don Lucia, I think, kind of felt uh, it, it was time to hang it up and, and let somebody else take over the reins. All right, let's get a picture here, Jazz, before we let you go about where college hockey stands right now, particularly in the upper Midwest, particularly here in Minnesota. We we know this isn't a great Wisconsin Badgers team, but around the state, Minnesota State, year in and year out, very competitive. Looks like St. Cloud State has an outstanding team, and we know all about Scott Sandel and up at UMD. And then, of course, there's Bemidji State. What What's the state? of college hockey here in the state of hockey? Well, you know, you've got St. Thomas, which is still getting its legs under sure. it. The, the, I think the Tommies have four wins now. and They're, they're kind of building a program. They're, they're hopefully going to build a building on campus here. So they're the up-and-coming program. Um, Bemidji's okay this year. Duluth is having a down year by Duluth standards because, you know, keep in mind, they've won three national titles in the last, what is it, 11 years, and uh, the expectations are very high there. Look out for this St. Cloud State Huskies team. They sound like they are the real thing. They're scoring a ton of goals. They're getting great defense. And, you know, we talked about the Gophers having this break. Then they come back as soon as the, the, the calendar flips to 2023. You've got a Saturday-Sunday home-and-home series with the Huskies head-to-head. You know, Bob Motzko versus his alma mater versus his old team going back yeah. to St. Cloud. Those should be two just fantastic hockey games. Yeah, good good stuff, Jess. And, uh, what, what's the crowd been like uh, here? What's the expectation tonight? What did it look like on Friday night? They're they're expecting a sellout tonight. It wasn't quite sold out last night. They announced like 8,900. The one really cool thing, Steve, is that students have rediscovered Gopher Hockey. Um, they opened the doors about an hour before game time, and there's a mad rush of students coming in, trying to get as close to the front as they can, get a, get in the ear of the opposing goalie. So yeah. they uh, they call it the ice box. That's the student section, and it's been just fantastic. And that creates a lot of life in the building, even if some of the kind of season ticket holders' seats aren't always full. Uh, the atmosphere's been very good. Uh, and, you know, that was part of the reason you brought uh, Bob Motzko on as well, was to kind of recreate that buzz on campus, and I think they've done that. All right, Jazz, always good to visit with you. Uh, enjoy tonight, certainly enjoy. You're, you're a great follow during the game, so we invite people to do that. Sounds great. All right, there he is, Jess Myers, the rink live, once again uh, all over college hockey. In, as part of his journey this year, made a trip down to the desert and uh, – took in uh, the Golden Gophers taking on Arizona State at their new rink uh, in Tempe. Great building. And then, of course, you have 3M Arena at Mariucci, one of the top buildings, big building uh, for college hockey over at the U. And the, the Badgers, 
going to be a long year in Madison for Wisconsin. I can't imagine too many people are shedding a tear over that in these parts. Coming up, we'll have an update on that weather. Uh, Quiet weekend for the most part here in the Twin Cities, cloudy and mild. And then a big storm moving into the Midwest. Here in the Twin Cities, a rain-snow mix likely uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And we could see up to an inch of moisture. Uh, so you, whatever snow falls, you melt that down. looks like it'll amount to be about an inch of rain. question is, when will that changeover happen? But points north and west, a whole lot of snow. Uh, with this impending storm. So we'll have that for you. Andy Greeter will join us. He covers uh, the Minnesota Golden Gopher football team, men's basketball team, and Minnesota United FC. We'll talk a little World Cup as well. And the tragic passing of one of the uh, top soccer journalists here in uh, the United States, Grant Wall, uh, died at the World Cup, collapsed in the press box, Uh, covering a match. We'll get into all of that with Andy coming up here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. FIFA World Cup continues in Qatar, uh, and today I had the match on here in the studio. France beat England 2-1, to one, thrilling. Uh, England had a chance to tie it up, and a penalty kick flew over the top of the net. Uh, so th- there you go, and uh, the semifinals are set. France-Morocco, uh, Croatia, and... Argentina advanced to the semifinals. And a man who covers Minnesota United FC for the Pioneer Press and Golden Gopher football and basketball, Andy Greeter joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Andy, thanks so much for the time today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, and let's start. uh, uh, Well-known soccer journalist, Sports Illustrated writer Grant Wall uh, falls ill in the press box at the World Cup. And dies certainly a huge story. Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, at a dinner party last night with some friends when that news came across, and yeah, it was you know very very shocking uh, to see that happen. Um, you know, you immediately think of you know your experiences with him, and uh, you know he covered MLS for a long time. 
um, covered world soccer, as you mentioned, was at the World Cup. And in 2017, when Minnesota United was an expansion franchise, he said that they would likely or potentially have the worst expansion season in MLS history. And he predicted they've had five wins. And I talked to him about that. And, you know, he could talk to, you know, anybody in the world about soccer and was gracious enough to give me uh, 10 minutes to talk about Minnesota United and his predictions and, and uh, you know, was was humble about it and and uh, just very forthcoming with his time to chat with me. And I was uh, thinking about that moment uh, when he passed last night. And, you know, then Minnesota United had a better season than that worse-off worse prediction that, that could be possible in MLS. And uh, Minnesota United uh, supporters made a scarf that said, you know nothing, Grant Wall. And we're kind of poking fun at at Grant for how bottom of the basement his prediction was. And Grant leaned into it and and went along with the joke and wanted the scarf and has, has the scarf. And if you look on Grant's Twitter handle, uh, the profile photo or not the profile photo, but the background photo is uh, Ava Pudi, a Minnesota United supporter holding up that scarf. And, you know, it was one of those things that kind of be ingrained in, soccer culture and Grant Wall's connection to it that, you know, he was able to, you know, using his sources, be able to say that they'd be really bad and they were a little bit better. And he leaned into the fact that he was a little bit wrong in his prediction and and people really appreciated his kind of sense of humor with that whole thing. So when Grant died, it was sad for a lot of people in the soccer community. And that was, you know, one Minnesota connection uh, that he had with, uh, with the world's game. Yeah. Sad story and uh, well thought of uh, sports journalist, long career at Sports Illustrated, uh, covered other sports uh, and and covered uh, the uh, grand game of soccer on the world stage and uh, had reported that he wasn't feeling well. Uh, You know, long hours, a lot of stress, uh, et cetera, and uh, collapsed in the press box and was later pronounced dead. And once again, Thoughts go out to his uh, family and friends. Uh, speaking ab- about the World Cup, uh, the largest story right now in the world of sports. Uh, I, I did watch France and England, and uh, very entertaining. Wow. I mean, what <laughs> tremendous skill. France pulls it out 2-1. to one. Yeah, uh, what's interesting about that game is, you know, here you mentioned the, the penalty kick that went over the net late yep. that would have tied the game. That's that's Harry Kane, um, who's one of the best strikers in the world, and he's going. He plays for Tottenham Hotspur in the English Premier League, and France's goalkeeper is Tottenham Hotspur's goalkeeper. So those two guys squared off as teammates uh, against each other, and Harry Kane absolutely buried his first penalty kick uh, to to get England back in the game in the in the second half, and to miss the net uh, is just a awful. Uh, result, you feel horrible for him. Oh. You know he has the pride of a nation on his back, and and he's one of the best uh, in the world to do it, and showed it earlier in the game. And uh, you know just gutted for that to be the the result, and and to have it go down in, in that fashion. You know England had some chances even later than that, and you know, it's just been you know a couple of great days uh, at the World Cup. You know I think everybody got spoiled yesterday uh, with Brazil and Croatia and Argentina and Netherlands, two games that went to extra time, two games that went to penalty kicks, you know, back and forth action. 
you know, I was joking uh, on Twitter that, you know, people complain that, that soccer is boring. Well, they, they sure as heck can't say that about this World Cup in these last couple of days. And you have two, you know, absolute titans of the game in England and France. And France is the defending champ. And, and England, you know, created the game and has a rich history and wants to upseat its rival uh, on a Saturday afternoon. And it was it was a thrilling game to watch and, and just a lot of fun. And I think a lot of people looked at, you know, Morocco, you know, beating uh, Portugal earlier in the day as, you know, another upset to kind of show the, the drama of, of this game and this opportunity. And now Morocco plays against France, which actually has a lot of uh, narratives along with that. And, yeah, it's just been a great game. And we'll have, you know, Lionel Messi in Argentina against Croatia, another underdog that knocked off uh, Brazil and just an amazing game in its own right. So anybody that, you know, is, is coming along with this sport and becoming a fan, they're, they're picking a, a great time to get involved. So it is said, Argentina, Croatia, France, Morocco uh, coming up this week in the Middle East. Uh, before we break, uh, update Minnesota United FC uh, regrouping after what was, uh, I would say, by all accounts, a pretty disappointing 2022 campaign. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, you make the playoffs, uh, but you don't go anywhere once you're there. Now, speaking of speaking of penalty kicks, speaking of a of a close game and a knockout type of situation, that's what Minnesota had at Dallas. And you know, for the most part, it looks like they're going to be running back a lot of the same players. They're going to be kind of trying to run it back with with the same collection of guys. I think there's going to be a a few uh, signings. They're absolutely targeting some some younger guys. I think they need a youthful infusion to the team. But Emmanuel Reynoso, Robin Mood, Dan St. Clair, who is at the World Cup with with Canada, a lot of those same guys are going to be coming back out, you know, in February for, for Minnesota United. I think it's what is it going to be a seventh season. So yeah, it's, I think there are expectations, but yeah, like you said, it wasn't wasn't good enough by the standard they've set and how they want to continue to achieve higher and higher. Andy Gritty joining us from the Pioneer Press. Uh, Andy, let, let's get to a, a couple other topics here before we run out of time. Uh, let's start. Golden goal for football. They are going to a bowl game, Pinstripe Bowl in New York. Um, P.J. Fleck uh, gets an extension. This, and, and I think there were some people maybe on the outside looking in saying, wow, you know, they, they, they got to a bowl game, but this season fell short of expectations. They could have done more, et cetera. But, you know, hanging on to what you have is also uh, part of the game and, uh, the, the price of poker for, for college football coaches is high. Yeah, no doubt. I think everybody looks at, at an 8-4 season uh, when you don't win a, a Big Ten West championship that was there for the taking and and you fall in, in kind of the, the tiniest margins possible, right? I think you, you look at the Purdue game and you drop a, a touchdown pass in the end zone. You don't have Mo Ibrahim in that game and, and you lose a close one. And then the Iowa game, you're you're going in to, you know, potentially score the winning touchdown, and Malibrahim, who's the out and out MVP of this team, an absolute workhorse running back, fumbles at the at the worst time, and and you lose that game. So it's it's disappointing to kind of come up short, but that's how close they were. And when you look at at contract extensions like this, it's really like you said, the, the price of doing business is a one-year rollover extension. It's not like you got a brand new deal and 
he got some exorbitant type of money. You know, he's making $6 million a year. And when you look around the Big Ten West, Luke Fickle was just hired from Cincinnati to coach the Badgers after the Gophers beat him for the second time in a row, the first time in nearly 30 years that the Gophers have done that. I think that's a certain, certainly an achievement for the season. And Luke Fickle is going to get $8 million a year. P.J. Flex is going to be $2 million behind that. Matt Rule, the former you know, Carolina Panthers coach, he's coming into Nebraska. I think he's going to get an average of $9 million a year. Wow. So, yeah, P.J. got a raise, but you're not talking about even competing with some of the rivals in the in the division. So, and again, I think I always bring this up because it, I think there's a disclaimer out there in the general public that this comes out of taxpayer dollars or something. And this is all Big Ten money that's coming from the TV rights contract that's going through the roof next year. And it's the the, the economics of the sport are entirely changing. And, and that money from Fox is going straight into PJ Flex wallet uh, as it goes through a couple other hands. So it's yeah. – it's it's like you said the price of doing business and it's just kind of a nominal kind of turn of the screw kind of thing when you look at a big picture. Yeah, Andy Greeter, by the way, joining us from the Pioneer Press covers the Loons, uh, Golden Gold for Sports uh, online at TwinCities.com and joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. I did bring that up the other night when I was sitting in for Henry Lake on the Lake Show. That that exact same thing. Okay, you y- you don't want to sign pj flack or the extension um that that can be used in recruiting that oh he didn't get extended um there, there could be some uncertainty there or someone else could come calling uh for pj flack and then what um so so it is kind of the, the the old saying a bird in the hand we're two in the bush so to speak and yeah. PJ is the guy right now, and yes, 2022 didn't go, but what's the alternative? And I think that's a big question at this point in time for the program. Yeah, I think you, I think it's important to look at the trend line. I think when you look at what Golden Goal for football has been over the last 50 years, some of the best years in the program's recent history have come with PJ Fleck as the head coach. Yeah. Now, they've been in contention for the Big Ten West, in three out of the last four years, they've won eight, nine, or ten games in three of the last four years. Um, like we've talked about, you know, it's it's the expectations have raised. So when you fall short of, of winning the West, and what we talked about is as the prime golden opportunity, something you might never get again, uh, it's disappointing. But at the same yeah. time, you look at at, at where they've been um, over the last, like I said, the last fifty years, and PJ Fleck has been at the hands of some of those best years in that span. And I think when you look at it, you've got an opportunity to, to continually build something here and set uh, kind of a, a cultural expectation of, of what goes on. And, and you can see the building blocks for them to be successful. You know, I think there's plenty of reasons to look at it and say, you know, they can continually have success with what they've got. And if they get a little bit of luck, if they get, some better quarterback play, which I think is is overlooked in this situation. I think you saw a quarterback transition this year. That is difficult to, to do. Um, I think you see you need to see an offense that continually changes and evolves and is more balanced. I thought we were expecting that with Kirk Sharaka this year, and we saw the same commitment to the run, the same conservatism in big moments, and I think that's the biggest thing that needs to change. You see increases in, in areas, but you need to see – a bigger commitment to more balance. You need to see 
uh, more creative, um, you know, troubleshooting, more creative play calling, um, and, you know, more aggressive type of moves from P.J. Fleck going forward to get over the hump at certain times and continually keep a program that's in the upper echelon of the Big Ten. Uh, finally, Andy, uh, only about a minute here. Uh, yeah. Year number two, Ben Johnson, Golden Gopher men's basketball team. Uh, it's been a struggle. Uh, a couple of games in the Big Ten, uh, blowout loss at Purdue, and then a blowout loss home at Michigan. Uh, by all accounts, could be a long year. Yeah, ouch, 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 yeah. ouch, ouch. It was it was really bad on Thursday. You know they they lost. They they were down by 32 points at one time. You know, I wrote that the Fargo Moorhead acrobatics team got a bigger cheer than anything basketball related on Thursday night. It was it was really bad. Ben Johnson was. You're pretty dejected about it, and I think when you look at it, like you're not expected to to beat a, a Michigan team. I don't think that's where this program is right now. But you expect to play smart and have a fight, and you know, be scrappy defensively. And I think they lacked those things in a big way on Thursday. And uh, yeah, Mississippi State is tomorrow. Uh, they're undefeated. They have one of the best defenses in college basketball right now. So the challenge is. Is going to be there, and yeah, like you said, I think I think you look at it and you say, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a struggle again this year uh, for this team. Um, but you, you, what you're seeing is you're seeing kind of a foundational kind of reset. Last year you saw a lot of transfers, and you know they were able to be plucky. This year you're seeing them kind of bring it down. Freshmen restart. It's going to be growing pains early, and hopefully, you know, once they get a couple more uh, recruiting classes built up, and you see what's coming in next year. You see them turn the corner, you know, year three. I think that's kind of you want to see building blocks at this point. But yeah, like you said, uh, it has the has the elements of a long year at the, at this point. All right, Andy. Always good to visit with you. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, Steve. All right, Andy Greeter joining us from the Pioneer Press. By the way, Mississippi State at the Barn tomorrow night, seven thirty. Quick break. We'll come back here on News Talk E three O W C C O. All the news, all the weather at 5. Wild hockey, Dane Mizutani from the Pioneer Press at 5.20. Cal Soderquist, Timberwolves Radio Network. Timberwolves continue the trip in Portland tonight. We'll talk NFL Vikes-Lions following that news and weather. By the way, an update, Golden Gopher women's hockey. They're closing out uh, the pre-holiday portion. In St. Cloud, they lead St. Cloud State 7-0 at the third. They beat the Huskies at Ritter on Friday 6-0. So uh, the Golden Gopher women's hockey team dominating St. Cloud State this weekend. Once again, all the news, all the weather in a moment. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.